Welcome to the Living the Abundant Life podcast with Rob and Sarah Betts. Living the Abundant Life is a weekly podcast designed to help others learn to live in abundance. And now, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome to another week of Living the Abundant Life with Rob and Sarah. We're going to pray together and then we're going to get right into God's Word. Father, we just thank you so much for your faithfulness to us. We thank you that as every week we come together, Lord, that you're revealing more and more truth to us. Lord, a greater depth, Lord, of what your Word says. Uh, We have what your Word says about us, Lord, Uh, what you did on our behalf who we are, Lord, in Christ. We thank you today that we have revelation by the Holy Spirit, eyes to see and ears to hear, that our hearts are open and receptive to what you'd say to us. We give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We've been talking about discovering and doing the will of God. So we're going to continue on with that today. So we're going to do a real quick recap for you in case you haven't followed along, but I encourage you go back and listen to those other ones and catch up. Get your Bible out and read those scriptures. Right. There is... uh, it's never not a good time to get into the Word of God. Right. And that's what we've been seeing as we've been talking about discovering the will of God. You know, a lot of times people want to want to get the will of God some other way. Uh, but God's not writing His will in the sky. He's not going to, you can't rely on other people. Certainly He will use other folks to help you. Uh, point you in the right direction, but we don't have to look for a man or a woman to give us. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I I think sometimes uh, you hear about people in the world that uh, psychics or mediums or things like that, that they go to places like that to try to discover a plan for their life. But uh, you don't need somebody coming in between you and God uh, to try to give you truth. All you need is a Bible. Mm -hmm. All you need is to be born again and have the Spirit of God Mm -hmm. on the inside of you. And God is not hiding His plan from us. The Bible tells us, though, that we have to get engaged Mm -hmm. uh, with His plan. It's absolutely, uh, from the Scripture, you'll find a choice that we have to make to follow God. Uh, not everything that happens is His will. Uh, if that were the case, you and I could say that we've perfectly fulfilled the will of God in our lives, and we know that's not true. Right. The Bible tells us, uh, we looked at this before, that uh, that it is a choice. You know, the Bible says, I lay before you life and death, blessing and cursing, choose life, is what the Scripture mm-hmm. tells us. Uh, it also says, choose this day who you'll serve. Uh, and then it tells us how that we can be successful. Joshua 1 8, it says, This book of the law shall not depart out of our mouths, but we'll meditate in it day and night. Then we'll make our way prosperous. Then we'll have good success. Mm-hmm. That sounds like God's plan for our lives yes. prospering and being in good success. Right. And then we looked in Psalms where it says, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and right. a light unto my path. You know, as we get in the word, our path is illuminated more and more. We may not be able to see all the way down, but when we stay with God, when we stay with the Word, then the light illuminates our path right before us, every footstep. Um, and we looked at, so number one is Word is His will. Number two, Jesus is the revealed will of God. The Word made flesh dwelt among men. When Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father, mm-hmm. that forever ends the question about how we can know the will of God. Right. When Jesus prayed, not my will, yours be done. It wasn't that he didn't know the will of God. That was a prayer of consecration. He was saying, I know what your will is. He was saying in the flesh, in this natural body, 
That doesn't sound like something that, you know, that you would want to do. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And so we, we see Jesus praying that prayer, but only to consecrate himself. Mm-hmm. So when we pray, we shouldn't always be praying, Lord, if it be thy will. Mm-hmm. The Bible tells us, be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord Amen. is. Amen. So we, we shouldn't be praying, Lord, if it be thy will. Mm-hmm. We should go to God. Faith would be going to him believing. Lord, I know this is your will because mm-hmm. your word says it. Right. I know it's your will because I saw Jesus demonstrate it. Yes. And we talked about how Jesus came. He said, uh, you know, he's teaching, he's preaching, he's healing. Right. And that, he said, I never do anything apart from the will of the Father. I never say anything apart from the will of the Father. Only what I hear him tell me to say, I say. Only what he does, I do. So he teaches, he preaches, he heals. So we know right there that healing is always the will of God. Mm-hmm. So when we go to God in prayer, just like Rob was saying, we can know ahead of time. I know it's your will, Lord, that this person's healed. So I'm praying according to your word. I'm praying according to your will. And it says in the word, when we pray according to his word, he hears us and we have those things that we ask. And sometimes, you know, people will say, well, if that's God's will, then why didn't uh, this person Mm -hmm. receive? Well, there's lots of things you and I don't know. God's will isn't one of those things that we have to question. We have an adversary. The Bible tells us that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus came that we'd have life and have it more abundantly. You don't know why everybody, you don't know what's in their life. You don't know what uh, the enemy is doing to attack them that would get them off track. We don't know all of those Mm -hmm. things. But we don't have to question what God's will is. So when we go to him, we don't have to say, if something be your will... If the Bible tells us not to be unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is, then shouldn't we go to God Mm -hmm. knowing his will? Lord, I know this is your will, and I'm asking you to help me to stand on your word, to help Mm -hmm. me to get in position to receive everything that you have for me. Will some people have things happen in their life that isn't the will of God? Absolutely. And here's the proof of it. You and I have probably done some things in our life that were not God's will. Everything that happens isn't his will. You can't tell me if you robbed a bank that that was God's will. No, that was your will. You can't tell me if you got angry and were yelling at your neighbor or uh, not walking in love towards your spouse. We already know how we're supposed to treat our wives. Husbands, you love your wife as Christ loved the church. Mm -hmm. So you can't say, well, it was God's will that I got mad at her. Well, then everything couldn't be his will. Right. And so there are times where we might not know, you know should I take this job? Should I, you know, move to this place? And, and so the good news is, is that he's given us the truth. He's given us the way, the truth, the life. He's given us the revealer of truth right on the inside of us. And that's where we left off last yes. week. We're talking about the Holy Spirit yes. that resides on the inside of every believer. Mm-hmm. If you're born again... You are born of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. And Jesus told us, we saw last week in John chapter 14, uh, he told us at the end of his his earthly ministry, he's coming to the end of his earthly ministry, and he tells the disciples, imagine if you're walking with Jesus every day in the flesh, and he says that he's leaving. Mm you might feel some kind of way about that. Right, right. But he says that he's going to pray the Father and he'll send another comforter. Right. One of the same sort is what that word means. Right. That this, this comforter is going to be one of the same sort, like me. Mm-hmm. 
is what he's saying to them. Right. And that's John 14, verse uh, 16 says, I'll pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive neither uh, because it sees him not, neither knows him, but you know him. And listen to this. It says, for he dwells with you mm -hmm. and shall be in you. Yes. What does it mean he dwells with you right. at that time? Right. And then if you look at um, verse 26, the helper, uh, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, stand by the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name. He will teach you all things and help you remember everything I have told you. So when he, when he says to him that he... Uh, will be with you. It says the spirit of truth whom the world could not receive because it sees him not neither know him, but you know him for he dwells with you mm -hmm. and shall be in you. Mm -hmm. That the fact that he says he dwells with yes. you, he was there in a different way than mm -hmm. what they were going to experience. They experienced the Holy Spirit in the life of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus uh, when he was baptized and, and the, the Holy Spirit we see ascends or descends rather like a dove. Mm -hmm. They're seeing the operation of the Holy Spirit in the life of Jesus had emptied himself and, and took on the form of a man. And we see the Holy Spirit operating through Jesus in his life and his earthly ministry. Right. So he says, you already, he dwells with you, uh -huh. but he's going to be in you. In you. And right. then when he says that in mm -hmm. verses 26 and 27, that he says, he'll teach you all things and bring yes. all things to your remembrance. What he's saying is you're going to have that same experience that you had with me, with you. Now you're going to have on board, which means mm -hmm. that... But when Jesus had limited himself to an earthly body, if you wanted ministry by the Holy Spirit through Jesus, you had to be where Jesus was. Right. And now he's dwelling in believers. So, you know, multiplication, you know, as Jesus went to the cross and died, and then we were able to receive that blessing, receive Jesus as our Savior, and He comes to abide in us. The Holy Spirit lives inside of us, every believer. And if we look at John 15, 26, it says, But when the Helper comes, whom I will send you from the Father, that is the Spirit of truth, who comes from the Father, He will testify and bear witness about me. So everything, again, everything that the Father says, everything that Jesus said, the Holy Spirit also is in agreement 100% all the time with the Father and with Jesus. He's bearing witness of that. And then he says, the helper, and this is 16, uh, verse 7, it says, the helper will not come to you um, unless I go away. But if I go, I will send him, the Holy Spirit, to you to be in close fellowship with you. And so he is with us, in us. And if we uh, go on to look at Acts 1 um, to see when he first came. Well, and, and the value of that. Uh, I had the Lord show it to me this way one time. Uh, I was thinking about, I'd gotten real frustrated, like some of you might have even gotten frustrated, uh, talking about how, well, they're trying to take God out of everything. They're taking him out of the courthouse. They're taking him out of the schoolhouse. And, and man, I was getting my, my it, uh, I want to call it righteous indignation, but I was just downright mad too. But I was upset. I'm like, they're taking God out of everything. And the Lord reminded me just in a time of prayer, they can't keep me out of anywhere that my people can go because God placed his spirit on the inside of believers. They can't keep God out of the schoolhouse. Right. They can't keep him out of the courthouse. Anywhere that you and I can go empowered by the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. 
there's nothing that the world could do to stop that. And God knew that. And so he put us in a position where he placed his spirit on the inside of a believer. It's so important, in fact, though, that Jesus, when he's leaving his earthly ministry in Acts uh, chapter 1, verse 8, he says something very specific about the Holy Spirit. Yes. I'm, I'll read it in my Bible, and then if you'll read it in the okay, Amplified. Sure. It says this. It says, uh, Jesus said, first he said in verse 7, he says, It's not for you to know the times or the season which the Father has put in his own power uh, with regard to when all of these things will be fulfilled. But he says this. He says, verse 8, he said, You shall receive power after the Holy Spirit is come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. But it's interesting that he tells them what the Holy Spirit will do. But mm -hmm. verse 4, he says this, Wait for the promise of the Father, which you have heard of me. John baptized with water, but you'll be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Mm -hmm. And he said, but wait for the promise. And then he tells them in verse 8 what that promise will bring. What's yes. your Bible say? Read 4, I guess, and then read 8. Um, it says, While being together and eating with them, he commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for what the Father had promised, of which he said, You have heard me speak. So he's been telling them about the Holy Spirit. And then verse 8 says, But you will receive power and ability when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses to tell people about me both in Jerusalem and in Judea, Samaria, and even to the ends of the earth. And so, you know, we talked early on in First um, Timothy when we talked about one way that we know the will of the Father is First Timothy 2, 4. It says, "He, His will is that all men be saved. So if you look at the life of Jesus and all that he's doing, and he's pointing you to right. the Holy Spirit that's going to come inside of the believer. And what is the number one thing that the Holy Spirit's going to do? He's going to teach you the truth, and he's going to empower you to be witnesses of Jesus. If everything that Jesus did, wow, if everything that Jesus did was to put man back yes. in right fellowship with God, so that you and I could be born again, so that we could spend eternity with our Heavenly Father. And he tells uh, the disciples here, wait in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. Don't go anywhere mm -hmm. until you receive this endowment of power mm -hmm. that will allow you to be witnesses of me in Judea and Samaria mm -hmm. and the uttermost. You know where the uttermost parts of the earth are at that time from where they were? Here. And every other place on this earth, right. he said, wait here because the Holy Spirit, when he comes, he'll give you power to be witnesses. Mm -hmm. We ought to want to be so acquainted with the mm -hmm. Holy Spirit because he is a member of the Godhead. Mm -hmm. uh, he is the third member of mm -hmm. the triune Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not an it. He's a he. Mm -hmm. He was here from the beginning. Right. The Bible says in Genesis that he hovered over yes. mm -hmm. the waters. And God said, and the Holy Spirit produced yes. the words of God, yeah. made it happen. The power of God through the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit made that happen. Mm -hmm. And the power of God through the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer 
will change lives. Yes. Your life, mm -hmm. the lives of people who don't already know Jesus that come in contact with you when you go. Our prayer should be, God, I want to know your I, I want to know you more. I want to know more about you from your word. I want to know more about your son Jesus mm -hmm. that you sent. And I want to know if, if the Holy Spirit uh, is the, the seal of promise, what the scripture mm -hmm. tells us, if he is the endowment of power, I want more of the Holy Spirit in my mm -hmm. life. You promised that the Holy Spirit would come and that he would dwell inside the believers. I'll take everything that you have for me, God, mm -hmm. including Amen. the endowment of power that yes. comes through the Holy Spirit. Yes. We better stop. Yes. Yes. How exciting. Um, we'll talk more about the Holy Spirit, the seal of promise, the spirit of truth um, in our next podcast. But read these scriptures we're telling you. Read those and ask the Lord. We'll talk more about there's prayers you can pray to. Ask the Lord to show you more, uh, show you his will, reveal more truth to you. And remember, you have the Holy Spirit of truth on the inside, right. the revealer of truth, the one who reminds you of the word. And so you have access to all of that on the inside if you are born again believer. If you're born again, mm -hmm. and if you're not born again, that's an easy thing to Amen. fix. If you believe that Jesus came and died for your sins, mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't It doesn't have to be some church's creed or doctrine. The Bible says that you believe in your heart mm -hmm. and you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and then you'll be saved. And so you can just ask him to come in. You can ask him to forgive you of your sins and, and say, God, forgive me. Uh, I believe you sent Jesus to die for me, and I accept the sacrifice that you've made. God didn't make it hard. Jesus did all the work, mm -hmm. and all we have to do is believe on him and yeah. receive. And the minute you do, you become born of yes. the Spirit of God. Would you pray for yes. us? Father, we love you. We thank you thank so you, much Lord. for sending Jesus for us, or that he died on, on Calvary for us, Lord. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Lord, that as we believe on him, as we believe in what he did for us, Lord, the Holy Spirit himself comes to live on the inside to help us every single day in every single way. And we thank you, Lord, that this week, even this week, we'll see more truth revealed to us because of just acknowledging the Holy Spirit's presence in our lives. And we love you. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing for us, what you're doing for every person who hears uh, this this podcast. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, we believe for God's best for you this week. Get in the Word of God. Spend time in fellowship with Him. And until we see you next time, just keep living the abundant life. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.